Hey, I'm Pat B. I'm Jerry Palapal. And this is the Geek Down on Disrupt Boston. We beat forward bionically. See, now we're the thing to kick in. Yeah. But you know what's messed up? I'm not getting the sound through the earphones. Yeah, I don't know if there's music, but I'll, I'll bop along to something. There's like... <laughs> the perpetual yeah. audio going through your head. Yeah. Is it like, is he just that funky, or is yeah. he having a stroke? <laughs> All right, all right, we're doing the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down right here on Disrupt Boston. I am Pat B. On the side of me, you may notice an actually different presence right here. <laughs> He's not quite as black as Black Adam Willis. Of course, no. we're talking... What's going on? All right, of course, we're talking about Jer Palapal. Hello, what's up? I'm doing okay, brother. Welcome back, welcome back. Thank you, thank uh, you. Adam Willis is out with influenza, so, you know, it's okay. We're going to hold down the fort because we have an awesome show for you. Hell yeah. Yep. Always do. My man here got to check out WWE Elimination Chamber. As always. Okay, now, yeah. is it one of those ones that, that warrants the energy I'm giving it right now, or is it one of those, well, you know, Elimination Chamber? I would so say so. half of it is. Half of it deserves that energy, and half of it does not. Okay. So, All right. So, you know, it's like it's a mixed bag. Then half, like, stroked out here. It's like, WWE Elimination Chamber. Yeah. That is awful, and I'm going to hell for it. <laughs> All right. But no, no, no. Dude, I'm anxious to hear about this one, man. All right. Ronda Rousey doing stuff. A little bit of stuff, yeah. Oh, not a ton of stuff, but a little bit of stuff, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, what about um, who was up? Was it uh, was it was the Miz in full, uh, full force here tonight? He also he not full force either. Really? Yeah, dude, you are breaking my heart. Here, I know. Man. Do you do you want to get to now? Or do you want to start with the movies? No, no, okay, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. You, I, 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 that's just an appetizer. That's All just right, a wet yeah. show whistle. We'll get into that in a little okay. bit. Okay. Also, we have lined up Alita Battle Angel. Ooh. Yeah, this is the new James James Cameron picture, um, based off of uh, an anime. This is from about twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was like and the late eighties, I think. Yeah, but they've been trying to make it since like the the, the early thousands. Or James early Cameron 1990s. got the rights uh, right after Titanic, I think. Mm. So it's been that long. I'm not joking. He got. No, no, I believe you. Yeah. But I'm just I'm just laughing at. We could <laughs> we could have had had everything gone smoothly. Yeah, we could have had like Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, and, uh, and and Kate Winslet <laughs> as, as like battling android uh, uh, robot uh, uh, motorball. He had to make blue uh, people uh, first. That could have been tight. Yeah, yeah. The blue. We don't talk about that. That's some jobs. <laughs> you know what? Had he put as much effort into the uh, into the graphics in this as he did in Avatar? Yeah, I think Alita Battle Angel could have been like the next wave. And I say that knowing that one, it wasn't a bad looking movie. No, it was not at all. Yeah, and two. Uh, the look, the aesthetics of this picture has been one of the biggest points of controversy over the last several months, and mm. uh, we're talking amidst um, amidst like uh, 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 entire entire uh, 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 blowups uh, involving representation yeah. and uh, appropriation. You cast in uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson as ultra Asian actresses. You know, it's like what's going on, and right. this one was at the forefront because it's like now you can't even find an Asian actress. To give a role to you, got to go to you, got to go to computer animation. Come on, Jay. come on, Jay. Yeah. Get, get, get head in the game. No, nah, no, nah, it's perfectly okay because we're gonna get in that in just one second. Because, yeah. dude, I did not hate this movie. No, I didn't either. I liked it. Okay, see, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I expect I walked in there just ready to spew. <laughs> the vitriol was coming. It was the yeah. vial was in the throat. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was kind of expecting some like real like mediocre stuff, and I was mostly there because like I mean I knew that we had to do it for this one, but also a friend was going, so I was like, I haven't killed two birds with one stone. Oh, so you gonna make it make it seem like well, you know, I gotta do my civic duty. <laughs> and so it's like, man, you had like you had a group already going and yeah, yeah. nobody. Okay, well, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm not high expectations okay. going in, you know? I love Robert Rodriguez movies, mm -hmm. but, like, I was like, I mean, you know, it doesn't look fantastic mm. on the trailers. Uh, you, no, you, you, you're, you're right. 
Yeah. And you're kind of wrong. I no, will yeah. say. Oh, actually, hold on a second. Let me uh, let me finish the announcements first, oh, and then right. we'll get into yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, right. We got stuff to say. Yeah. But also, dude, one I am so happy we got to see. And I was jazzed about this, and I was hoping we could have the whole crew here in mm. full force. I know, I and know. And they all let me down. You jive motherfucker. No, yeah. um... No, no, people couldn't make it due to illness. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going around right now. Uh, Adam actually did have a work emergency he had to cover. My cap and was on my chest and I was late. Yeah, <laughs> that, you know, I mean, come on, I'm yeah. saying. You can't be moving cats while willy-nilly. That's serious business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope that's not the real reason. That's that. <laughs> no, that was not. Uh, I'm about to say, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, dude, uh, Happy Death Day is one of the um, not just unexpected, like, hits of the last year, of the last couple of years, yeah. But also like one of our favorite reviews here on the Geek Town mm. because we all were ready to hate this picture, and we all had a great time. If you can find the record there, go back. If you're on our SoundCloud, go back and listen to uh, the Happy Death Day Geek Down reviews and see how blindsided we were. Well, the sequel has just come out. Happy Death Day to, to you. you. Happy Death Day to, to you. you. Happy <laughs> Man, I, I'm 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 anxious to talk about it. You know, we got we got it. We got a good show lined yeah. up. We have all that fun stuff lined up for you. But first, I want to hear your opinion, proper like oh. on Alita Battle Angel. I, I thought it was a great looking movie, and I thought uh, the the story could have been slimmed down. Like I think the main thing I would have against it is that there were too many plot things going on and they were trying to set up a sequel too much mm -hmm. but like as like a standalone movie it was very good it was like a good like movie I, I would watch it again okay so you know? I agree with you on that point yeah. but I, 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 knowing how much uh, they actually uh, they did trim down from the comic yeah uh, this I think was possibly a best case scenario where really? they didn't, they right. didn't it didn't feel like they robbed the story of anything. You know, yeah. I got who she is. I got where she comes from. I got her actually doing stuff. This wasn't like a really emo, sad origin no, story. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it could have been. It was like it was it was teetering on that line for a little bit. But there's a lot of her fighting and like kicking ass. Yes, and, you know, it's, there was. Yeah. You know, the only thing I regret about that, um, I can't even say I regret. I guess I'm yeah. I'm a little upset about. Is if, if if well, first of all, have you um, seen the comic at all? Have I have not. Them? You know, I was uh, the day before I saw the movie. I was mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna let the movie sell me on the comics, and it kind of okay. did. I'm right. like, I will pick them up uh, while they're still on sale. You know, to promote the movie. All right. And well, I'm, I'm, you want to learn? Well, I'm glad you just yeah. said what you did because when you do read the comics, the yeah. comic like the movie is PG-13. That's yeah. to sell tickets to larger audiences. They got the young girl starring, even though she's a robot, <laughs> and you know they 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 make that work. Yeah. The book is raw all right like you are going to see some stuff it's gore it's like dismemberment it's just like anger nice good <laughs> just, yes all it's right. everything you would expect from an 80s comic all right life. <laughs> from an 80s manga yeah. yeah i think think about think about think about the days when the punisher yeah was seen as you know what my seven-year-old can read this why not it's a, <laughs> it's a funny book right yeah yeah and it shows in that and the movie waters a lot of that down which you think would take away from the enjoyment of this picture, but then again, uh, I think by doing that, they were able to reach a, a, a wider audience. So I can yeah. I can forgive them on this. Totally, yeah. You know, I and agree. if they do do a sequel, I would like to see them give it the uh, Deadpool treatment. And what what? Uh, the Deadpool treatment where they release a sequel with uh, the um, uh, what do you call it? with the different rating. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I mean, I guess Deadpool did it kind of in reverse. They released the R-rated movie and then released the PG-13 version, yeah. so everyone could enjoy it. <laughs> well, this one you have. Um, the uh, you have the regular version, but I'm hoping they shot enough footage 
to do like an unrated version, like yeah. a Blu-ray release or something. You I mean, know? you know, Rod Rodriguez would like go wild on this kind of well, stuff. Well, that's the thing. I yeah. was afraid this dude has lost step because yeah. for so long he's been doing, um, uh, what is it? A spike like Spy Kids type. Yeah, stuff. yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I'm I'm not taking anything away from Robert Rodriguez. I do remember really liking Robert Rodriguez. Back in my youth, yeah. a long, long time ago. But that's the thing. That was a long, long yeah, time ago, you know. Yeah, well, Stacey's not making new, relevant mafia pictures. True. You know, Woody Allen's not, well, actually, yeah. you know, he's still doing exactly the same stuff <laughs> yeah. that was getting him in trouble back then. But right. it's like people change. People evolve over time. Mm-hmm. You know, Tarantino does pretty much the same work. But now, because the dynamic has changed, he doesn't have access to the same people that he used to yeah you know there's no one to check him so he's still quentin tarantino doing like those awesome action movies we've seen they're more mature and slower and like he's yeah. he's willing to lay into those long yeah but that's the problem with, yeah because they're verbose and yeah they're, they, they can even see that things run on too long and no one's there to tell him yo tone it down and yeah. you'll have a hit and just let the man. You got to. You got to rein it. You got to give them yeah. those bounds. Right. I I felt that about the hateful eight, but I I like Inglorious Bastards a lot. But mm-hmm. Alita: Battle Angel. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, yeah. That's what I'm getting at because yeah, yeah. this being done by Robert Rodriguez, yeah. he suffers from the same affliction mm. I, I I felt. Yeah. And after He's seeing um, was it? Uh, Grindhouse. Yeah. Uh, he did Planet Terror. Mm-hmm. I mean, half of uh, the Grindhouse presentation with Albino Quentin Tarantino. Right. And you see, he still got the juice in there somewhere. Yep. It's just he's been out of that realm for so long. Right. I was afraid that that was going to be a fluke. That was lightning strike, uh, striking. Yeah. And this wouldn't be, um, especially at a, at a PG-13 rating, a Robert Rodriguez quality caliber uh, film. Yeah. I was wrong, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm man enough to admit it right here today on the Geek Down. Pat B was wrong, y'all. That's right. <laughs> I throw myself on the mercy of the court. The Lord yeah. have mercy. The half mercy out of flip mode squad. The half I don't know. We'll we'll hold off on your sentencing for now. You thank, know, you, thank, thank a you, lot bro. of people are wrong about this movie. So, oh man, if anyone's not familiar, uh, break down the story for us, will you please? Uh, okay, uh, I believe a battle angel. It starts with uh, Christoph Waltz playing. It's weird that he didn't get more like a, a guff. For like playing a character with a Japanese name that they don't explain at all, but anyway. Well, no. Um, they, uh, the way I look at it is because so much of this was CG. That's mm, like the one thing they yeah, used to get away with this. True. It's not uh, a picture that uh, was lacking in um, Asian casting. Specifically, true. it's yeah. that everything was CG except for the choi- the uh, the chosen few main characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he plays a. Uh, Dr. Ito, who's Dyson a, Ito. Yes, he's like a uh, a mechanic of some kind for uh, robotic parts in this uh, future dystopia after a war 300 years ago mm-hmm. between Mars and Earth, I guess. Yeah, he's somewhere between doctor and mechanic because like half the folks in this world are, are half robot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, he finds a uh, finds Alita of uh, brain and a little bit of a torso. Yeah, he, she was like, um, think about like any, any time any any predator movie you've seen. Yeah, you know when he rips the head, the head and like top and the top of the top half of him off and yeah. the spinal cord just hanging. That's her. That was yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. So he finds her and he fixes her up and uh, gives her. The predator just like you know he picked her up and the predator picked him up behind him. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. No, that's no, good. He and he fixes her up, gives her a body, and she learns how to uh, live among humans basically. Mm-hmm. And there's um. A, a sort of murder ball kind of sport that's very popular yeah. that she gets into as a way of getting back to this uh, 
this utopian city in the sky mm-hmm. that everybody wants to go to. Now, the but Cloud it, City was called Zalem, um, something like that. Yeah, Zalem, I think. Yeah, yeah, and it's like their world is the futuristic dystopian slum city. Yeah, above their world, elevated, which we never actually see in the comic. It's a little more, you know, uh, it's a little more visible. Right. And in this, it's just kind of like that thing that's off at the other end of the chains that you never really get a good look at. This mm-hmm. is the future utopia that everyone's promised. The promise you do good enough at work down here, and you may earn a spot up there. And yeah, I, I think we all know how these stories go, man. You, yeah. you ain't getting up there. No, no. Down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are like, I'm going up there because I know a guy. I, I'm connected. And like that's the motivation for a lot of the uh, bad guys who turn out to not really... They, they wind up being sympathetic because of that. Yeah. It's yeah. It, 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 there's that angle of it, but there's also yeah. a lot of douchebags and nice like, oh, yeah. hey, baby, you want to get up there? Yes, exactly. It's the other know side. You know a guy. You know a guy. I'm connected. I got you. I got you. Just, you know... Come back to my van real quick. Yes, right? yeah, that's exactly. That's Mahar, uh, Mahar, Mahershala, Mahershala Ali, yeah. Mahershala Ali's uh, character. Oh, uh, don't, don't don't mispronounce that. I, I try, I try not to. But he's yeah. he's great. Mahershala yeah. Ali, yo, that dude. Where the hell was he? Yeah, because this brother is he he is on fire. Okay, yeah. he was he was cottonmouth in the first season mm-hmm. of uh, of Luke Cage. Great job. Yeah, uh, in uh, in Moonlight. Oh, uh, he was the, yeah, yeah, dude. He the the, the man is he, like yeah. acting talent personified. I know. And out of nowhere, he's getting every he's Oscar nominated currently. Yeah, that's 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 brilliant. Green Book, even though I, I like this movie better. You like this better than Green <laughs> yeah. Book? All right, that's just racism talking right there, yo. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, I, I will say though, for as good as he is, and yeah. as much as I've liked, liked his work, yo, he's wasted in this. Oh yeah, that, he's I mean, completely wasted. It's a very small role. It is, but you'd think because of the the nature of the role itself, he's flexing acting chops, and this would be like a small but poignant performance. Instead, right. it was a small but snooze worthy effort. Yeah, this, I mean, it. I mean, he, I, I guess he tried. Yeah, I mean, it, he got to. Uh, he got to get brain controlled for a little bit, which it's like playing two characters a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not. There's not much to you know praise no, him for it's here. Kinda, it's kind of like it's very workman like James McAvoy in Split. Yeah, you know, he had the different personalities. And right, he like, you know, switch from one to the other. This was like the Diet Coke version of that. Yeah, you know, or even better, like the Crystal Light version <laughs> of that. So it's like it's also going to leave a bad taste in your mm-hmm. mouth. Um, yeah. But no, that, 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 that's okay. That's the thing that we uh, we shouldn't gloss over. Yeah. The the different people that star in this, very unexpected. Yeah. Um, I actually, yeah, no, I was gonna, I was going to spoil one. Mm. I, I won't. Okay. But one I, I was hoping we'd see more of, and we really didn't. Uh, it just kind of comes out of nowhere. But uh, Ed Screen is a dude that for some reason keeps popping up on this show. Yeah. You know, he's not a he's not a spectacular actor, but he's not a bad actor. No. He's just one that. By all rights, if there was more justice in the universe, he would be the most forgettable person ever. <laughs> in the like, seriously, yeah. just some just some dude, you know, who uh, who uh, you know stole your locker at the gym one time, and that's it. You know, he's a guy you want to walk away and have bad stories about. He's very he, much like a bully-looking guy. Like, he looks like yeah. he would have beaten you up in high absolutely. School or whatever. Yeah. That that's who he is. That's just his 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 his, his, his personality, his persona. Yeah. And you know what? He he can't help his genetics. You know, <laughs> nope. uh, if anyone doesn't know who we're talking about, Ed Screen, he was um. The uh, he was the uh, I guess main antagonist, even though there was a few in Deadpool. Deadpool. The movie yep. mentioned a few a few minutes ago. Yep. Uh, he played Ajax. Uh, if you've ever seen um, Transport, oh, the Transporter TV show. Yes, yeah. he starred in that, and also in Transporter Refueled, the fourth movie. Uh, he's a guy who I mean, he takes his work seriously. Yeah, and he throws himself into every performance. The thing is, he's just like 
I don't know. He's like Bradley Cooper before the 18. Yeah. You know, he's he's um, Ryan Reynolds before Van Wilder. You know, he's just he's a guy who he you can tell he's got talent in there somewhere. But everything he's done up until now has been kind of forgettable. Yeah. You know, um, but he did a, I think, great job in this. Yeah. We can't mention him without mentioning the CG in this picture. Yeah, he's uh, he's made to look basically like uh, his body's like 90% robot, mm-hmm. and uh, his, just his face is all that's left. Really. Yeah, that's pretty buff. Yeah. To, uh, <laughs> and they even mentioned it in the movie. Yeah. I love that, that like we see, okay, so yeah, naturally the pretty dude's going to be the one where his entire body is... Is you know uh, is cybernetic. He's gone full on Terminator, but you yeah. got to make sure that pretty face stays intact. And they yeah. even mentioned in the movie, it's like, yeah, you spend all your money on like the facial. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they, they got you. Yeah. Oh. yeah, got that character right. Like they cast him just to make that joke. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know what? He it was actually a, a good job in this. And the CG, dude. What is your opinion on the CG? I thought the effects were uh, fantastic. Mm. Like nothing sticks out as like you know. There's no like bad CGI that like sticks out like a sore thumb everything yeah. looks like it belongs to the same world mm-hmm. uh, even like Alita herself who's uh, like a roughly like 15 year old girl with like giant anime eyes mm-hmm. looks like she belongs in this thing even though she's supposed to also stick out a little bit yeah that's yeah. the thing that surprised me the most it's like, because that's a balance that's difficult mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they did it like phenomenally this is yeah. remarkable because this I think I mean despite all all the uh, the bad press and, and you know weird reviews it's gotten yeah. since that first trailer for appeared, I think in June of 2018. It was a while ago, yeah. Yeah, so long ago, and everyone's like, "Well, I'm not looking forward to this crap. I can't. This trick is gonna come to the screen. Yeah. They're doing the thing with the eyes. <laughs> the thing with the and you know what? The eyes was a weird touch. Yeah. But you listen to interviews um, with uh, with some folks in the actual production, find out that was just done. I mean, it's still a, it's still a weird choice that they made, yeah. but it was done specifically to make her stand out. Everyone else, including the people who are um, who are who are cyberneticized yeah. in this world, all look like regular people. She's the only one that's that's not human with cybernetics. She's completely uh, android, yeah. and that was done to set her apart, not make her like you know drastically different, but just give her something that's just abnormal enough that you don't yeah. lose that. Right, and the eyes. As goofy as they looked in the in those first trailers, I think they toned them down over the last Maybe, few months. Maybe, yeah. And I think it worked really well because it's like at times you stop seeing them mm, and yeah. you just see her, and then she'll have like a uh, like a close up scene with dude and she's crying and it's like oh yeah okay yeah. I, I remember now you know yeah they're also very emotive and you can you know get into them a little bit yeah, more that yeah. too dude they captured real emotion like yeah what the fuck <laughs> Skynet business is going on here yeah because I you know I, I keep flashing back to um um uh, Tron. Oh yeah, Tron Legacy. Oh right, yeah. And I think that was one of the first big. I mean, people have done it before, but that was one of the first like really big uh, uh, ventures into making that photorealistic CG. Yeah. And putting it on people where they're supposed to be in a world where no one can tell the difference. And I'm like, yo, you you watch, you watch goddamn mind. We could tell the <laughs> damn difference. Yeah. All right. And no. I remember specifically when he was breathing. Yeah. It was like <sighs> cheeks like inflating and such, and the ge- the the um. The scenes looked like, and tell me if you agree or not. Okay. Did you ever play Fight Night? Any of the Fight Night uh, yes. games? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it looked like in maybe Fight Night round four or five, the last ones. Yeah. Uh, when you'd be in the corner, you could see your 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 character breathing and stuff. That's as far as the advancement had come. Right. So that being where we were, mm-hmm. not too long ago, to this picture, 
is yeah. is ast- astronomical, dude. And we've been kind of beating around the bush. Let's yeah. talk about the actual story. Okay. I, I I I dug this. Yeah. I was I was enthralled and riveted. And I mean, like knowing the story, even even still, I was like, "Oh, I can't, I can't, will how they, how's she gonna do it?" And do you see the size of this <laughs> fool? Yeah. And she is this tiny little girl. How is she going to? Oh wow, she ripped his junk out. Well, yeah. I stand <laughs> correct. I'm I, I'm I'm bugging because it was yeah. a good action movie too. That's the that's yeah. the last thing I expected. Yeah, I think I, the action holds up way better. Like I think the. It's all pretty good, but like the, the characters, I can be a little eh about the story. I'm a little eh about the the action mm-hmm. and the. That's because you got the heart, man. That's all yeah. that is. I I cried twice at wrestling this past <laughs> weekend, so I got heart, buddy. I got heart, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but like the action is amazing. Like the great choreography, yeah. very inventive. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to spoil any of the surprises that happen. I mean, no, you, know, you don't have to spoil. It. Yeah, it's, it's not it's about good. spoiling surprises, but it's yeah, like yeah. you got to give them a taste. It's, it's just like yeah. I expected at the very at, at the most, at best, and I'll get off like my whole. I thought it'd be a bad thing because yeah. I think I made that point. But yeah. it's like with the, with a movie like this, you expect um, they're going to really tiptoe around the budget, and if if it mm-hmm. looks really good. Um, the story's gonna suffer, or if it looks good and the story, you know, uh, is, is decent, then the they're gonna they're gonna space out like the actual action bits because you can only do so much. Or if the story's good and the action's good, it's gonna look like garbage. You know, it's yeah. like it's like they can never really be that happy medium. And I think they found the happy medium because yeah. it's you get the emotional story between uh, between uh, Alita and Professor Ito, yeah. or Doctor Ito, right, uh, and Christoph Waltz. Uh, you get the uh, emotional. Uh, relationship between her and the other um, young scofflaw that she comes across <laughs> in the movie, and you actually get the interaction with other. She becomes a bounty hunter. That's that's no secret. Yeah. But the other interaction with other bounty hunters and other uh, uh, CG True. characters and 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 real people, and through all that, it was fluid. And True. like the relations were fluid, the dialogue is fluid, the interactions were fluid. I never felt that anyone was talking to a tennis ball. Yeah. You know. And then the action. Is is just it's not like it's not like you know sprinkled here and sprinkled there and then a little bit at the end. It's all throughout, yeah. you know, and that's the main thing I was concerned about. It's like uh, if they do the rest right, it's going to be a lame action movie that's not going to do the original work justice. Yeah, and I thought this definitely did it justice. Yeah, even changing parts of the story, even mm-hmm. recasting a lot, uh, several of the roles. Um, I was just damned impressed. Yeah, I, I don't think overall. I don't think we've seen as good an example of like of like real acting in CGI. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, I'm gonna give this. I I, I got to give this a thumbs up. Yeah, like this me is too. this is and it's a thumbs surprising up. Surprising and refreshing. Yeah, uh, to to have enjoyed a picture like this. It, it's still not my favorite. You know, no, it's, it's yeah. not it's not toppling the good stupid time I had watching Aquaman. Yeah, right. It's just. You know? It's just a surprise, like a, a very good surprise, like mm-hmm. a very pleasant surprise. Like you don't, uh, ex- you didn't expect much from it, yeah. But then it gave you way more than you expected, and mm-hmm. that's you know you got to commend that. Oh, very much Definitely, so. Very yeah. much so. And yeah. and despite the fact that they wasted Mahershala Ali, yeah. Despite the fact that they kind of ham fist in a cameo at the end, which I f- I feel was more for like shock value. That's it's akin yeah. to, um, uh, uh, damn it. Um, there's a there's a movie with um Daniel Craig. With dust in the future, dust in the future, Clock something. Uh, it's escaping me. I don't remember. But yeah. it's akin to one of those movies where it's like they really tease. Well, we're gonna have a sequel, or we're yeah. gonna have a trilogy, and it's like, no, you didn't. You didn't plan for that. You just kinda, you're throwing a hail mary, and yeah. I mean, you you were doing okay. This part 
isn't going to work out for you. I don't. I don't. Right. Think. <laughs> yeah. But the rest, I really hope the box office picks up because, uh, dude, they 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 earned it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of love in this movie and the the craft of it and it shows mm-hmm. in every frame. So. Yep. Yep, and dude, uh, and the hidden features, that robot sex scene, whoo! <laughs> mm, mm, stay to the end of the credits. I'm kidding, that's not... <laughs> there's, there's n- it's still a PG-13 movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, so that robot dry humping scene, whoo! Yeah. Mm. That thing that Pat just dreamed afterwards because he saw it too late before he slept, uh, that's not in the movie. Hey man, don't judge me. <laughs> I'm not judging. <laughs> Alright, so Alita Battle Angel, two thumbs up from the geek down. Yeah. Right now, sir. Alright. Happy Death Day. Happy death day to you too, my good man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm touched. Yeah. Uh, dude, I was excited to see this because the first Happy Death Day is a movie that kind of came out out of nowhere. I don't yeah. remember commercials for it um, appearing before a week before it came out. Yeah, I same. It just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. I didn't see it. I know you saw it on the original. Oh, you didn't I, see it? I didn't see it on, at first. Mm. And then when I saw the trailer for this the sequel, mm-hmm. I was like, that's actually very funny. I'm going to have to catch up on it. And I did. And I'm ah, very okay. glad. So. All right. What I was going to ask you then is, as someone who hadn't seen uh, the first movie going into this one, uh, did did stuff make sense? Because I know a lot of it weighed on uh, your 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 uh, the knowledge you retain from yeah. uh, from uh, the first Happy Death Day. I think it would still make sense because in the first like 30 seconds, they literally recap the first movie. Yeah, but Be- that's a lot to take in too. Yeah, but I mean, you got the gist, and it's kind of it is a sequel, so it repeats itself a little bit. Yeah, but it, I I enjoyed this a lot. Okay, not to spoil it, but yeah. No, I mean no, yeah. perfectly not, okay. not to spoil the thumbs up I'm about it, to it, give it. it. It's okay yeah. to be you, Jay. <laughs> um, no, no, no. You know, you make a good point. Because yeah. um, it's not that complicated a story. No, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Well, you know, you got to understand the intricacies of, of the death and the happiness. Yeah. And then at the day, it takes place in a day, and there's hap- it, It's not. It's not yeah. even like that. It's a. Um, it's a slasher movie done right. Mm-hmm. And done like really fun, yeah. And the fact that it was self-aware is one of the main things that uh, stood out to me in the first Happy yeah. Death Day, and then this one. I feel like it tried to do mm. uh, the same thing, and succeeded to a degree, but it was a little more like obvious and blatant. Yeah, like the illusion was 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 gone for me. Mm. It was tainted All because right. not not because I'd seen the first one, but it's it's like at at, at a couple of points. In this, and also uh, having building off the uh, the first movie mm. in the story, I think was good because it gets you past that whole. Well, what's going on? We've got to figure out our situation mm-hmm. business. But also, I feel like they, after a while, use it as a crutch mm. because it starts off. Uh, at least it throws you a red herring. Start you start thinking it's going to be centered around a certain person doing a certain something. Yeah. And I started building theories right there, and I'm sitting there like you know debating back and forth. Right. Oh, I think this is gonna happen. Oh, word, because that's yeah. full, you're full of shit. I think this is gonna go down. Yeah. What? You're crazy. Yeah. No, you see that right? And it completely becomes what you thought it might be from the commercials. Right. Yeah. In a, after like ten minutes. Yeah. The spoil the move the commercials kind of spoil it because it does mm-hmm. the first like say 10 minutes or so is yeah. like it makes you think that it's going to be the same thing happening to a different guy yeah it, that, that's a nice change though that's, yeah that's that's cool i thought it was gonna be parallel fiction right mm-hmm. and it switches over and yes that would have been cool and it's on i like that it goes back to the original character because like uh you, you're you're kind of attached to her and like her her situation and it gives I, her I, i'm not hating know? on it but I'm, yeah. I'm just like it's kind of it's kind it's kind of the same effect of of like scream or halloween mm. yeah you know it's like it's this person who's been through hell <laughs> 
and then they do another movie it's like okay i would be perfectly happy seeing all this take place with new folk with new folks True. and instead you keep going back to the same person i'm like yo give her a break she's been yeah. through enough yeah but they, like you said it's self-aware so it's it's just funny rather than like you know if it if that were to happen to someone in real life i'd be like wow that is terrible that's so bad <laughs> but because they're like self-aware and she's like she's like some kind of badass about it and yeah. like she's just so determined to figure out this like this this groundhog day curse that she's going through mm-hmm. you know okay I, no I'll, yeah. I'll give you that that yeah. definitely was uh an amusing uh take on it too because i thought it might get tedious after a while yeah but she's just in that mindset of, uh, okay and, and also we didn't break down the actual plot of this. right yeah uh in happy death day the, the first mm-hmm. uh a girl wakes up on her birthday and you know she's going about a business. Uh, she's meeting with friends. She's um, she wakes up in some strange dude's dorm room. Apparently she parted too hard the night before. She sneaks out. She goes about her day, interacts with people she knows, and then later on in the evening she actually gets killed. Yeah. And then she wakes up again, and the same dude's bed, reliving the same day. And she keeps yeah. going through this cycle until she manages to solve her own murder. In Happy Death Day Two. It starts off happening to someone else, and yeah. then quickly shifts back to the original girl, and that's yeah. where that's where my um, that's where my craw got a little uh, cl- yeah. clipped there. It's just like, oh man, we're bringing this back. Mm. But uh, no, you're right. The way they present her attitude now, because yeah. she's evolved from the first movie, right? You know, she's no longer the uh, the happy-go-lucky slash shallow and you know all all for me, none for you. Yeah, uh, uh, a sorority girl that she was. Now she's just as badass. Where it's like she's been through this yeah. and she's tired. She's over it. She, yeah, she, she does just not like, have time for this. She's just like she finds out what's happening. She just grabs a baseball bat and like let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. Let's figure out the mystery. And I like that. Yeah, I really like that because it, it it's 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 like what it's like what i would do yeah <laughs> you know it gives a realistic perspective it's like you know what no man i'm tired of all okay fine they want some static bring out the bat boom let's yeah. give them some static <laughs> and it added an element of if you've seen the previous movie even better you're not like rehashing a lot of you're not reinventing the wheel yeah you know you you can the story has room to evolve and if you haven't it's kind of a neat take because yeah. again you're not getting all the same well, we got to find out what's wrong in BS. Every time they had to explain this, the plot of the, of what's going on, which they had to do a lot because it, it's all in one day and then people forget. Yeah. It was just like, okay, let me tell you what's going on. Clip. Boom. And yeah. now everyone gets it. Great. Right. I'm glad they did it like that. The only thing I don't like about this, mm-hmm. well, one of the only things, there are a few, okay. is that they went out of their way to actually explain yeah. the first movie. And I like that it was ambiguous. Yeah before i have mixed feelings about that because i am they explain it via science basically yeah and i am a big i'm a big nerd i'm like a i have a weird soft spot for like science garbage in movies like ghostbusters or whatever where they're just making up words and just stringing together like the quantum zipzops uh touched the synthetic string theories and that's what caused this to happen when the molecules are in flux you see and the molecules are um are uh, spinning it at one point twenty one uh, bloopity bloops, yeah, <laughs> and then they uh, they get really hot, so you got to you know uh, cool them down with some cybernetic. This laser hits the quasars, and that makes the time go crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, you're I right. Love, I the, love that stuff. It's for fun, reason. It, it, it is. It such is such a fun movie. It's not lacking in that fun aspect, yeah. but the fact that they use that to try to give perspective on right. everything I know. that happened in the first movie and that's happening now. I don't dig that because it's like Groundhog Day is one of the main influences yeah. of uh, this picture. Now, I guess, this franchise. 
And you never find out what happened at the end of Groundhog that's Day, true. and I think that's one of its strengths. Yeah. It's, you would think that that would be like one of the main uh, frustrations, right? But no, it leaves it. It gives it like a spiritual, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, uh, element, which I thought was cool. Right. And Happy Death Day had the same effect for me. You know, when she finally figured out uh, the result of the murder mm-hmm. of her murder. Uh, it's like, okay, well, did this somehow cause an aneurysm? You know, is that what's going on there? Yeah. Or is she actually traveling through time? Did she die in this is her version of hell? Yeah. You never know, and that's cool. Yeah. To just, like, leave open for conversation. In this, they give you a definitive answer, a timeline even. Yeah, that's true. You know? And, and what it all comes down to is, and this is the only part of that I liked, yeah. it comes down to pure stupidity. <laughs> like, you got these du- these cats who are just messing around on some serious business, and then the one dude who almost foobars the whole thing because he's looking at porn yeah. at work or at school. Yeah. Yeah. On, like, the server that they're using to... to the laser the quasars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wait, quantum porn. There's got to be a market for that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. All right. Yeah. Pornhub's on the job, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. VR. You just... Oh, jeez. It's all. It's 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 just it's it's too real. Yeah, it's too real and too raw. Too much. All right. Oh, so I mean, we've we've gone pretty much uh, on and on about the actual plot itself and what happens yeah. in the picture, dude. What stood out to you? The humor. Day two. Yeah, the humor sticks out to me. Just like with the first one, I thought it was a very funny movie. Like, I my problem with the first one is that on the surface it looks like Groundhog Day as a horror movie, mm-hmm. and it kind of just is that. And it's that's not a knock on it. Groundhog Day is a great movie. It's a mm-hmm. great plot device. But there's not much to it, and this expands that a little bit, and that's what I liked about it, while also still being very funny and having some like great death montages, and yeah, you dude. know, just, no. just a great perform. I like the the lead is like a really great you know actress. Yeah, she's good. I uh, I I I don't think I'd ever seen her in anything before. Me either, I believe yeah. she'd done some TV, but probably. Yeah. Uh, this isn't you know they didn't go out of their way to get Amy Adams for her acting prowess. They got someone who can be believable as kind of a uh, and I, I hate to to use this term because it sounds like I'm disrespecting her I'm not yeah. but just uh, someone who can be believable as a vapid college student yeah. who doesn't really think about much you know besides herself mm-hmm. and she acted Maybe that part well bionic. and then I believe that she grew into it yeah you know yeah yeah I and think, that was awesome yeah I think her like her screen presence and charisma like carries the movie a lot of the way mm-hmm. through like all this stuff that doesn't work as well and I'm like okay I'm like invested in this character because she's doing a really good job mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so yeah that's why I enjoyed. Yep. Uh, for me specifically, it was the way this story plays with your expectations. Yeah. Because um, I thought that when the, when she she starts reliving the same day over and over again, mm-hmm. again, that it was going to be the same story tropes, and you were going to see just okay new elements to the exact same stuff happening. Right. There's uh, any 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 time travel or dimensionally dimensional hopping movie. Uh, they tend to do that. They tend to. Uh, focus on the same story and now you see it from a different perspective and they found a unique way to present that this mm-hmm. time where it didn't feel like they were just um, they were just uh, I don't know feeding you the same regurgita- right. regurgitation of, of crap that doesn't mean they didn't retread a good amount of ground and that's where some of my beef lies yeah. but at the very least they, uh, they make it palatable you know, they make yeah. it so that it doesn't it doesn't quite irk you so much because they do amusing things. Right. Uh, when you find out the dynamics of her and her friend, oh, uh, yeah. the one that was so prominent as one thing in the in the first movie and is so prominent as something else in this movie. Yeah. Uh, that was beautiful. The fact that the actual uh, mystery didn't go the same route and didn't you know and and just be looked at from a different uh, mic- microscope or you know angle or yeah. par- whatever however you want to say it. The fact that it was a different mystery, 
mm-hmm. that happened in the same environment. Uh, it, it's like they changed up the players. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. That was good. And that made up right. for uh, for a lot of the fake-outs that it throws you. And I understand. They're having fun with it. I felt yeah. like they were having fun writing this. Mm-hmm. They had fun on, on set. I'm glad they didn't use a lot of like known faces because no. that would distract you from the story, which in yeah. itself is pretty ridiculous to begin with. Yeah. If I'm like, this is ridiculous and that's obviously George Clooney, then <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm out of it completely. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but the fact that Nope, it's it's you know lesser known actors doing well written dumb stuff and just a fun ass story mm-hmm. and unexpectedly fun ass story, dude. Yeah. I I I can look past everything that like left me with a uh, with a negative sense. Yep. Because at the core, dude, it was just it was just a good ass time. Like that's what I want from a movie in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. You know, uh, we get accustomed to going into these things with a critical eye. It's like, okay, I'm going to notice, you know, any uh, bad acting or shot. If anyone of the of yeah. performances take me out of it, or if the story mm-hmm. feels like it's incomplete or it's, like, forced. Yeah. I know there's, like, studio interference, whatnot. Yeah, and yeah, with this, it was just like, no, I went in, had my popcorn. It's like, yo, <laughs> I'm having a great time. What the <laughs> hell kind of extra-dimensional stuff is this, you know? Yeah. So, dude, I give this a thumbs up. I, 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 I can't not. Yeah. Mm. It's a delight. This yeah. is gonna be a very positive show. <laughs> this, uh, wait, no, hold on. You you dropped you dropped some 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 tidbits about WWE yeah, elimination yeah. chamber. I know that. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> then let's get into that, my all friend, right. because this man right here, Jer Palapo, mm-hmm. brings you WWE elimination chamber. No one sounds like this in WWE. Not anymore. Yeah, we talked about this last time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. Everybody man. just I'm, sounds I'm like regular old. guys now. <laughs> I'm old, man. What really? can I say? All right. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, uh, so bring you. The latest on WWE's Elimination Chamber. Hey, it's Mr. J.R. Palapple. Thank you, Michael Cole. Uh, (laughs) 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 All right, bring it down for us, man. So the the pre-show had uh, the Cruiserweight title being defended between uh, the champion, Buddy Murphy, and Akira Tozawa. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was excellent. That really got the crowd hyped up. Uh, All all the Cruiserweight matches they make to either pay-per-view or pre-show. Go out of your way to see them. They're okay. amazing. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. I didn't get a chance to watch the highlights, which I mentioned earlier, and I'm, yeah. I'm upset at that because I love yo the high flying is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, and I I love the I love the uh, the cruiserweight matches because, dude, it's it's like these are the ones that one they have the agility you know going mm-hmm. for them. It's not a bunch of burly you know doing like Braun Strowman and Big Show. Is, you know, no, no one's jumping more than you know uh, six inches off the ground there. Right. You know, but with these, it's like folks are climbing mm-hmm. on ropes. There, there's like there's, fr- there's frog splashes, you know, all, all over yeah. the place. You know, there's people airborne. It's beautiful. Yeah. And I was I was upset that I didn't get a chance to see that. It's worth going out of your way for. Nice. Um, let's see. Then the uh, the first match of the night was an elimination chamber match with uh, six tag teams to crown the six f- six tag teams. Okay. Uh, to crown the Not first excessive at all. So the first uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, okay. and uh, yeah, uh, the teams were Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, mm-hmm. uh, Nia Jackson, Tamina, uh, and Sonya Deville. You gotta, you gotta write this stuff the, down. The man. Riot Squad, um, Bailey and Sasha, mm-hmm. Naomi and Carmella, and uh, the Iconics. Who I always forget, but I love, I love them so much. All right, well, Nia Jax is my girl now, yeah. so yo, tell me, tell me, she handled business. Uh, she did until she got knocked into one of the pods in the giant. The elimination chamber is a giant 
uh, fence thing, basically. Giant mm-hmm. cage. Uh, one, the second biggest cage of the big cages that WWE uses. There's Hell in a <laughs> Cell. Yes, there's the regular uh, old cage. The regular-ass uh, the regular cage. Kind of in the middle, Elimination Chamber. This is the world we live in where a cage is banal. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, there's a, there goes a cage. It must be Thursday. Yeah, this yeah. one's got, they got pods, I guess. And All she right. went into one of them. And Bailey and Sasha Banks uh, won the titles. They're the first women's champion. Okay, and you know what? Good for them. Yeah, good for exactly, them. Yeah. A little, little, little upset that Nia Jax was punked like that, but yeah, you know, hey. you do what you got to do. Yeah. Now they'll be. They say they'll be. They'll be defending them on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, which could be very exciting in the future. Mm-hmm. We'll see mm-hmm. how that turns out. Uh, and then, this is the part of the show where I have a problem. Like the whole <laughs> middle part of the show, essentially, is like an episode of Monday Night Raw, which is nothing. Not Nothing well, I mean, too dude, no one really goes for the undercard. They know yeah. that. Yeah, oh yeah, I know. That's you know? it's like hard to, but it it does. I still do have to sit through it. You know, mm-hmm. it's still you're still making an audience go out of their way. After, you have five hours a week of TV, mm-hmm. and then you're like, tune in for another three hours this Sunday, and then one of those hours is whatever, which is annoying. You know. Oh, okay, and would you still feel that way if the first two matches weren't dope? Um. Yes. Probably. Okay. Okay. You know, because right. it is a it is a long stretch of stuff that's underbooked. Well, uh, Shane McMahon and the Miz take on the Usos. Uh, Wait, come on, how you, how you gonna have Shane McMahon and the Miz and that be a boring match? I call shenanigans. It was sir. very short. It was very short. The Usos won. And there was there's not much to it. Dude. Wait, the way they beat my man Shane O'Mac? Yes. Shane O'Mac? Yeah, because he did the Shane O'Mac thing and jumped through a table. Uh, he, he, took, better. he took a yeah, he you know. better. That's <laughs> what he does. Yeah, that's what he does. And he, he lost. So it was that was quick. Uh Ronda Rousey beat uh, Ruby Riot in like a minute. So really? yeah. Wait, did she put like some of those like, you know, actual Ronda Rousey moves that we haven't yes. been seeing from her? No, just she did like the normal judo throw and arm bar that Ben, yeah. Uh, well, okay. You know, I, yeah. I can see that. I'm a little upset because yeah. I was I was hoping that she would bring some, much like when Kurt Angle came uh, to the WWE. He did like wrestling. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it's like you know she would bring different techniques, right? And that same prowess that you know she had in the uh, in the MMA ring. I know. It's uh, yeah. Uh, Shayna Baszler does that in NXT though, which is nice. All right. But well, I mean that's that, that, that's that's kind of a win, but yeah. like Rou- Rousey's the one that had um, the the big name. I know. She was, she I was know. the draw I know what you're yeah. for new audiences, and I thought that was like she was. All right, yeah, know, that's, a, that's a personal beef. Yeah, I know. I get it. She's just a very good striker, is you know mm-hmm. how they explain it. Uh, let's see, and then that brought out a little thing with Becky Lynch and Charlotte, uh, where Becky Lynch got to look awesome again, as always. Uh, beating oh, yeah. everybody up with a, a crutch despite her broken leg <laughs> um, and then being carried away by the security and smiling the whole time. It, yeah. She's great with the visuals. Uh, yeah, they groom with the champions. Yeah. You gotta carry those. It's, it's yeah. like, at the very, look at it this way. It yeah. could be Roman Reigns. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. I know, I'm happy. I'm happy with that stuff. Uh, just It just didn't feel pay-per-view worthy, you know? It didn't feel like going out of my way you know, uh, on uh, Sunday. I, I can get that, but uh, it's like did it seem like they were they were doing this to move storylines along? Yeah, yeah. Which okay, you got like, like I said, you got five hours a week to do this, you know. Yeah, but it's a practice. Yeah. You're never gonna see any legitimate titles change hands in Raw or SmackDown. True. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're more or less right. Yeah. Uh, what else happened? Um, oh, there was a Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin for the the hundredth time. Mm-hmm. That was like ten minutes of really nothing. Uh, eventually, Drew McIntyre and uh, Bobby Lashley came out and beat up Braun Strowman. 
Okay, now uh, I've I've talked long, mm-hmm. like endless and rants about how I I like Bobby Lashley, and I yeah. remember his first appearance was like coming out and body slamming the Big Show like it was nothing. Yeah, you know, showing like I'm a big uh, Lashley fan too. So yeah, but they've they've always like underutilized. Yeah. And then, and then they just like you know eliminated contract and he went off and did like New Japan and stuff and then he mm-hmm. came back and he was gone again came back. Are they finally using him uh, to his full potential or at least at least anyway anything close to his full potential now? I don't know because it's hard to tell. It's earlier in the night. Uh, he fa- he and Leo Rush, his manager, faced Finn Balor. Uh, for the Intercontinental title, uh, Lashley was the defending champion, mm-hmm. and he lost the title because Finn Balor beat uh, Leo Rush. So he lost. The he lost the title without really losing, mm-hmm. and then he just shows up in later in the night to beat up Braun Strowman for really no reason. It's it's all very confusing and doesn't make much sense, which mm-hmm. is part of my problem too with this whole middle part of the show. Well, does it seem like, and this is just an opinion question, I guess, Um, does it seem like they're possibly uh, setting up characters for stables? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Because, like, six months ago or so, Mm -hmm. Baron Corbin was, like, the general manager of Raw. That was the Mm storyline. He was in power, and that's why he has all these big, like, bad guys around him to, like, do his bidding and help him out, get out of these jams. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now that's not true. And it's still happening, so it doesn't. It, there's there's something missing in the storytelling that really you know, bothers me. Um, Damn! I know. And then there was a part where uh, Lacey Evans, who's a woman from NXT, who's been called up to Raw, like, literally just walked out and then walked back. And then there was like three commercials after that. What, what do you mean? Like, she just uh, her music came out. Yeah. She walked down the ramp mm-hmm. and then walked back up the ramp. And she didn't speak she or anything. Didn't speak didn't do anything it's like this is like the kind of messiness and weirdness of the show that you're like uh like what's going on like do they know what they're doing they're like they're the nfl of pro wrestling they should know what they're doing do they i don't know it's well, weird okay actually that actually seems like a like a, <laughs> someone missed a cue yeah it was did she come back out and she was wrestling later nope no one no one the car this was this was between braun Strowman getting power slammed mm-hmm. and uh before between the main event and it was just like her and some commercials for like uh, the next pay-per-view. That was like it. I swear to I swear. Right. That was it. Yeah. It's a weird show. They, okay, uh, I, yeah. I, I, don't really, I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. But then, you know, what made up for all of that. I'll come out. Yeah, I'm about the wrestling sh- Um. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I forgot my keys, y'all. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm about to get back in the, re- in the locker room. Yeah. Oh, I forgot the microphone. I, I'm just going to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to give a speech. Yeah. Can you all hear me in the back? Yeah. What? No. What? 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 I just stopped. Yeah. What? I'm just gonna go now. What? <laughs> um. Now it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I know she don't sound like that, but you no. Know, yeah. The idea. Yeah. So, but what makes up for all of the bad stuff is the main event, okay. which was uh, for the WWE Championship mm-hmm. held by Daniel Bryan with his fantastic, uh, eco-friendly WWE <laughs> title made out of wood and hemp and like stones you know what uh it's I, the I, greatest I, 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 I like i like daniel bryan yeah i, I like him as a, as a as a face yeah as a heel i thought he'd do really good things yeah but this whole this whole vegan as the villain, lo- villain vegan villain i love his, his heel run so far it has been a ride him yelling at an audience member that he's impotent <laughs> impotent fix it <laughs> <laughs> Incredible! Him being at a concession stand and telling everybody that the only concessions they're making are to their health and well-being. <laughs> he's 
I'm, I'm glad I'm glad uh, you're amused by it. It's just I goofy it. to me. You know uh, what it, it reminds me of? And I, I hate to, to, be, to be the guy who keeps going back to yeah. the old references, but it's just like, it's perfect to illustrate when Booker T mm. came to the WWE. Yeah, yeah. He came as this like ultimate badass that you knew he was because right. he's been this badass for like 20 years in uh, WCW. Yep. But natural, but as, you know, par for the course for WWE, they have to continuously switch characters allegiances from, from good yeah. to bad, from heel to face, that you know, back and forth. And it was just Daniel Bryan's turn. When yeah. it was Booker T's turn, mm. they took this dude, how do we make this hardcore dude that everyone just plain likes? Yeah. Well, we'll make him the king. He's he's like some oh, kind of Yeah, I know. King Booker was amazing, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, what? why is that always the go-to? It's like, well, I think highly of myself, and I look down on you. And it's like, no, just, you know, I don't, have him be a dick. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's like Brian. He, he, the the concession thing is that that is yeah. funny. I didn't see yeah. that. That does sound amusing. Yeah, but the rest is I know vegans. They're not bad people mostly. You know. Yeah, but it's not just being vegan. It's about being all about the environment. Whatever. He yelled at Mustafa Ali for driving an SUV, and Mustafa's like, "But I have like six kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I drive an SUV. You buy them bicycles. You're a tiny man. Why do you need such a big car? It's he's he's doing a plus character work, but. Uh, he's champion. He's, the storyline going into the elimination chamber is that uh, he thinks that no one deserves to, a title shot against him. But they're like, "Well, we got five people who deserve title shots against you, and you're facing them all at the same time." Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Suck so on that. It's uh, Brian's in there. Then Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy. Uh, I Jeff Hardy. Uh, and it was supposed to be Mustafa Ali, but he got injured in real life, so they replaced him with Kofi Kingston. From the new day. Oh, I did. I, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yo, man. Okay, uh, JM the Thriller Priest. Yeah, uh, who's uh, a correspondent on this show? That's mm. his boy. They were frat brothers at beat. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like that's like the the, the big connection between the geek down and Kofi Kingston. Yeah, he's from he's from Winthrop, Massachusetts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like somehow like that substitution has just created like a groundswell of like support for Kofi. People, oh, yeah. fans want Kofi to be the WWE champion and at the end of the match with everybody eliminated, it came down to Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston and they tore it up for like 20 minutes. 20, 25 minutes just. That's, what's yeah. that's, what's, that's what I like to hear. Like, like my brain said they're not going to have Daniel Bryan lose the title two months before WrestleMania, whatever. But hey, my man, heart, but... my heart was screaming. I was out of my seat like clapping at every near fall, just like I'm trying to will Kobe gigs in a win. Mm-hmm. I felt nah, like being a kid again. It was amazing. So how did my man Kofi take him down? He did not, unfortunately. He went for Huddle. a splash off the top of one of the pods in the cage and Daniel Bryan hit Oh they didn't his... do they didn't do the roll away, did they? No, no. Okay. Oh he uh yeah he did roll out of the way. Yeah. But like it, they they built it well and then Dan Bryan hit him with the knee to the face. Which I mean he it took like three finishers to take Kofi down. It was a really impressive, and they gave him a long, uh, this long outro with the New Day coming out and like the fans cheering him on, and it was it was beautiful. It it, it made my heart swell. It was amazing. It was a great end to probably a mixed bag of pay per view, but like the best possible way to end it. it the pay per view gets a thumbs up for me. All for right. that and the women's match and the cruiserweights before them. Okay, you know what? Yeah. I, 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 I can, at the very least, like, you can tell I'm disappointed Kofi didn't take it. I know. I'm um, I'm hoping that that is a rematch that happens at WrestleMania, man. With me in the audience screaming myself. That'd be, be kind of tight. It's yeah. Like, it's like Kofi takes him out. 
hard and then like takes that that, that whack ass like hemp belt rolls it up <laughs> and smokes it I do want the hemp belt to go on fire <laughs> at some point and I can't imagine a better uh, uh, foil for Daniel Bryan's eco-friendly vegan whatever than like the New Day with their junk food and they're like stupid jokes and yeah, the, the rainbow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, I I want that. That's a perfect WrestleMania feud, in my opinion. And I, I I'm hoping so, for it, man. I, yeah, you know, I concur. Yeah. Can, oh, okay. Cool. So what's the next pay per view? Next pay per view is Fast Lane. All right. No cages in this one. It's just the pay per view that happens before WrestleMania. There's no special gimmick to it. It'll probably be pretty good, though. Okay. Yeah. All right. You got to look at it this way now. It's like, it's Fast Lane where they put on the fast track yeah. to WrestleMania. It's the road to WrestleMania, so they're going in the fast lane. See that? That's, see that? Yeah. Okay. You see why I don't write for WWE, because you're yeah. coming with the gold. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. Well, okay, Jeff, thank you very much. Right, thank you, man. All right. It was WWE Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Earns this man's seal of approval? Yes, it does. All right. Cool. I want to thank you all for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled show, dude. Apparently, uh, we love everything. Yeah, it's not a, that's not a bad thing. I'm just like I feel you, like the show got sub- really negative. You, you subtract yeah. Adam, and uh, suddenly <laughs> it's just a love fest. Adam waits every time. I'm like, Why Kofi got to wrestle so good? <laughs> what you mean, Happy Death Day? <laughs> what about Happy Death Night? Uh, I don't know where the negative comes. I lead a battle angel. Let me see a devil. Take- nah. Um, no, no, no. Uh, we wish him a uh, a. Uh, I hope it's it's a speedy, I was gonna say speedy recovery. Yeah. We wish it makes a speedy recovery and uh, Adam, I mean, handle business. Yeah. All right. And next week we will have more goodness for you. Until then, in the interim, you can check us out at geek-down.com. Also, you can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on iTunes, geek-down. You find us on Facebook, on Twitter, stalk us, Instagram. Just look for at the geek down or slash the geek down at any of those locations, man. Add us, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Five stars if you're on iTunes. Help a brother out. This man's got kids to feed. And a cat. And a cat. All right, we'll catch you all next Tuesday night right here on Disrupt Boston. Until then, be excellent to each other. Peace.